What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So as we sit around waiting for the season to begin, hopefully one of these days, it's going to begin, but it'll just take some more more of the back and forth and ironing out some of the the scuttle butt between the union and the owners. What I'm going to do is kind of look back at some of the best years or yeah, some of the best years in MLB history. And I'm going to kind of start with a very recent one, one that I witnessed very clearly. Obviously, it was only, you know, seven years ago. This is a 2013 season. Many of you know I'm a Red Sox fan. The Red Sox won the World Series this year. So I am a bit biased, and much of this episode will kind of talk about the Red Sox. But there were some other very interesting storylines that happened in 2013 that made that a very special year in Major League Baseball. So let's just kind of go over what happened. Well, right from the top, the Red Sox defeated the Cardinals in six games to win the World Series that year. Your AL MVP was Miguel Cabrera. Your National League MVP was Andrew McCutcheon. Your AL Cy Young was Max Scherzer. Your NL Cy Young was Clayton Kershaw. Your AL Rookie of the Year was Will Myers. And your National League Rookie of the Year was Jose Fernandez. And MLB.com was kind of looking into this too. And they had their all-MLB team for that year. At first base, they had Chris Davis of the Orioles. Second base, Robinson Cano. Shortstop, Troy Tulowitzki. Third base, Miguel Cabrera. Outfield was Mike Trout, Andrew McCutcheon, and Jacoby Ellsbury. Catcher was Yadier Molina, DH, David Ortiz. Pitching, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, Cliff Lee, and Adam Wainwright. And relievers, Craig Kimbrell and Greg Holland. So, this year was special Largely because, um, you know, the Red Sox won it in the year where there was the Boston Marathon bombing. So on April 15, 2013, the Red Sox played their annual Patriots Day game. This is a game that they always play. It's in the morning. It's a morning game. And it's always the same day as the Boston Marathon. And they actually won this game on a walk-off double from Mike Napoli, defeating the Blue Jays 3-2. to And... That improved the Red Sox to an 8-4 and four record. You know, it's just the 12th game of the year. And it was a pretty welcome change because they had a really disastrous 2012 season where they finished last place. And, you know, th- this was a stretch of a few years where the Red Sox kept going from last to first and back to last and back to first. This is what they did. So in 2013, they're off to a pretty good start. And they're on the bus after the game on the way to the airport for a three-game series in Cleveland. And then they heard the unfortunate news, which was the explosion at the Boston Marathon. And, uh, you know, this is right coming right off a walk-off win against the Blue Jays, and it was a tragedy in Boston. And they would go to Cleveland, and they would actually end up sweeping the Indians in Cleveland. And when they returned to Boston, they were supposed to play that Friday night, but their game was postponed because, you know, there was actually a, a, a manhunt for the second Boston Marathon bomber. And, um, or yeah, or one of both, one or both of them. And, uh, the mayor of Boston told people they had to shelter in place. So the next day there was a 25 minute pregame ceremony in order to honor, you know, those who lost their lives at that event. And David Ortiz made one of the most memorable speeches of that year. And that was the speech that, you know, he said, this is our city, but he, he used some profanity in there. You could go look up that speech it was a very touching speech and basically the Red Sox rallied around that moment for the rest of the year 
I mean, after that, the Red Sox were just completely jolted the rest of the season. And that that 2013, that 2013 Red Sox squad was just, it was a bunch of rough and tumble guys. I mean, you had guys like Mike Napoli, uh, Johnny Gomes, uh, Shane Victorino. You had, you know, even pitchers Ryan Dempster, Jake Peavy, just, just some just some rough and tumble guys. And obviously you had David Ortiz who was just hitting like he was in his prime. So they ended up with um, a 97-65 record on the year. That was tied for the best in baseball. And they would destroy the Rays in the ALDS. And they, they won a very exciting ALCS against the Tigers with a very classic David Ortiz Grand Slam in Game 2. And, um, yeah, just a special postseason run. And then in the World Series, Big Poppy just went off. I mean, you can look at his stat line for that World Series. It's insane. He hit 688 in the World Series. 25 plate appearances. He stepped to the plate 25 times in that World Series, and the Cardinals got him out six times. He hit 688 with a 760 on base and a 1188 OPS. Uh, Ortiz was just unconscious in the World Series, and they won this in six games. The Red Sox did something uh, they hadn't done since 1918. They won the World Series at home at Fenway Park. Uh, it, it was a really special season. It absolutely was. And, um, you know, Xander Bogarts was on that team. He, that was young Xander Bogarts. He's the only, you know, active. Oh, no, I guess, uh, you know, Pedroia, he's technically active. But he, he and Pedroia were like the only members that are still on the Red Sox now that were on that 2013 team. And, um, yeah, they, they just – the Red Sox absolutely fed off the energy from that 2013 season, and it, it was pretty special. The Red Sox have won four World Series in the last 16 years, now that we think about it. But – Besides the Red Sox, there, have been, there were some other very memorable moments from the 2013 season. You had the World Baseball Classic. The 2013 World Baseball Classic, that was that featured probably the most dominant team in WBC history. That was the Dominican Republic. They destroyed everyone. They went 8-0, 8 wins, no losses, and they culminated this in a 3-0 win over Puerto Rico in the championship game. I mean, this team had Carlos Santana, Robinson Cano, who was MVP, Encarnacion, Hanley, Miguel Tejada, Jose Reyes, Nelly Cruz. No other team has gone undefeated in the WBC, but that 2013 uh, Dominican Republic team did that. It was it was crazy. They were really good. Um, and then 2013, you saw the last major league realignment. The Houston Astros moved from the NL Central to the AL West, and you know because you had an odd number of teams in each league, you know, 15 from 15. That was the first season that there would be an interleague game every single day of the season. And 2013, we saw, you know, new talent burst on the scene. Marlins Phenom, Jose Fernandez, uh, who easily won the NL Rookie of the Year. He burst on the scene. He was absolutely incredible his age 20 season, a 2-1-9 ERA and the lowest hits per nine in all of baseball. He finished third in the Cy Young voting and was the second f youngest full-time player in baseball that year. He was only older than Bryce Harper. And... Um, yeah, even Rays manager Joe Madden at the time said Jose Fernandez might be the best young pitcher he had ever seen. And um, unfortunately, we would lose Jose Fernandez a couple of years later. Um, but yeah, and then probably the biggest breakthrough team of 2013 was the Pittsburgh Pirates. They ended a 20-year stretch of losing seasons. They actually ended up fin finishing second in the NL Central. They hosted the wildcard game, which was a very crazy Pirates crowd in Pittsburgh that was so loud and it, it it, it rattled Reds pitcher Johnny Cueto into dropping the ball on the mound. You could see that. Look that one up on YouTube if you haven't seen it yet. Russell Martin with the you know with a big home run in that game, and uh, yeah, 
So, I mean, they would end up winning that wildcard game, but then they would lose to the Cardinals in the NLDS. And um, 2013 also had some pretty scandalous moments. I mean, you you had the big biogenesis scandal, which led to suspensions for Nelson Cruz, Ryan Braun, Everett Cabrera, Johnny Peralta, and A-Rod. And A-Rod would end up missing not only the rest of that season, but all the 2014 season as well. And then, of course, in 2013, we had Mike Trout. This is only his second full season, and he was even better than he was in his first, but he still didn't win the MVP. I mean, his first full season in 2012, he was coming off a 30-30 year. He actually was 30-49. and 49. But then in 2013, he led the ALN walks and runs and had some crazy numbers, 988 OPS, 179 OPS+, plus, 8.9 baseball reference war. And he was better than the year before in most marks, but he still didn't win the MVP. That went to Miguel Cabrera. But, um, yeah, that was when we... We, we really got to see that Mike Trout was something else and he was special. I mean, we already knew he was special in 2012, but 2013 was like, this dude is is on his way to becoming an all-time great. And then uh, 2013 was Mariano Rivera's final year. Uh, that was the year we said goodbye to Mo. Uh, you know, the All-Star game was at City Field that year, which is where the Mets play. And, um, yeah, he, he pitched in that game. It was final All-Star game outing. And, you know, he was 43 years old in 2013, but he's still brilliant. 44 saves on the year and a 2-1-1 ERA. I mean, the entire game stopped to see him off, and you know he would ride off into the sunset. And obviously, we know Mo would end up becoming the first unanimous Hall of Fame selection ever. So 2013 was a special year, and um, thought I would shine some light on some of those things because it really was. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I can't believe it's been seven years already, but it's true. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.